The United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Red Army Bet. We all follow United. Red Army Bet, the only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm stood on Fulham Broadway ahead of Chelsea against Manchester United. Big FA Cup match and I'm with the lads from CFC UK. I've known them for years, 20 years. Don't see them all the time, but it's one of the best fanzines around. They've supported Chelsea all of their lives and they've seen them in the second division. You've seen a lot of downs. And... We nearly saw them in the third division if it hadn't been for Clive Walker scoring a goal at uh, Bolton. And we've come all the way from nearly getting relegated down to the third division to where we are today. And even though we've been smashed a couple of times recently, we'll always love them. And we'll still, even if we lose 6-0 tonight to you lot, we'll still be here on Thursday. Given our record here, there's very little chance of that happening. I'm sick of coming here and seeing my team lose. Can you not just go easy or something? Well, what? I don't know. I think the manager might be have a Man United shirt on tonight. Don't you, Mark? I don't know what he's doing. So we've got Dave and Mark. Are you both involved in the fanzine? You've got a stall opposite Fulham Broadway. Yeah, we have. Um, um, How's the fanzine doing? Yeah, it's OK. Mark, how many books have you got out now? got 30 on gate 17, yeah. You've written 30 books. No, not me personally, but we've got... There's 10, 10 different authors now yeah. on on uh, gate 17, which is where I go into the bridge. Well, that's the name of the yeah. publishing label. So, yeah, yeah, it's been going for 15 years now. And, and sort of niche books on Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if somebody's got a good idea for a book, then we'll look at it, and if it's well-written, yeah. a lot of people contribute to the fanzine. yeah. We've always said everybody's got a book in them, yeah. so give them that platform, get it out there. How's the fanzine going? Yeah, good. Yeah, we're doing about a um, couple of thousand an issue, hard copy, few online and that. But, you know, we haven't got 70,000 people coming. Out. You, it's tough at the bottom, Andy, isn't it, as you yeah, well I'm know. I'm never going to accept Chelsea being at the bleeding bottom. You know <laughs> no, tough, mean? At the, <laughs> tough at the bottom when it comes to selling fanzines, I mean. Um, you've got... You get some great interviews, don't you? I've seen you've got some good connections with some of the players. Yeah, um, well, I'm a pal with pal of Joe Cole, Frank Lampard. It'd be better when You're Frank fa- and Jody come back to manage the club. Yeah? Yeah, because we'll have loads of contacts. Right, then. yeah, yeah, there you may <laughs> I brought. might get a game of that, right? Yeah. Well, but, before um, then, oh, before that happens. But, um, yeah, no, they're all nice guys. I've seen uh, another pal of ours uh, tonight, Wayne Bridge, yeah. earlier. Um I've never spoke to a Chelsea fan about, about Moscow. And I was there the night before, and it was quite interesting because a lot of your old hooligans and a lot of our old hooligans were in the same bar the night before the game. And was that when the Moscow lot turned yeah, up? No, no, it wasn't. That was a, I think that was the day of the game. And there was this sort of begrudging respect, you know, yeah, we used Kensington High Street, 1984 and all yeah, that. And they knew better than to cause trouble in Moscow because, yeah. you know, you, you, yeah, yeah, you're going to get sent wherever. Um, what are your memories of... How bad was that for you? Well, I was writing about that this morning. Yeah. So I was kind of like just reminiscing about the 1994 Cup final when we lost to you lot 4-0 and it poured down with rain. Did? In and then, May? And then, yeah, and then Moscow yeah, it poured down when it poured rain down again. with rain again. Um, yeah, and he, he... I was watching the penalty. He ran, he ran, he ran to the bogs when the penalty shootout started, didn't he? He didn't want to watch yeah, it. In Moscow? You yeah. didn't watch it? You no. went all that way and you didn't watch it? No, I didn't no, watch the penalty penalty shootout. Right. Yeah, we ended up staying in the same hotel, yeah. didn't we? But, you know, 
what goes what? around comes around, though. Yeah, it? well, I mean, the, the one 2007... Thing you'll find out tonight. No. <laughs> Andy, one thing I'd like to say to you, right? I was in... We Obviously, we went in 2012 when we won it to Munich. And um, the morning after... The morning after I'd been up all night with the players at the players' party, watching them all jump in the swimming pool and all that fully clothed with their cha- uh, European Cup medals around their neck. I did an interview with Five Live and uh, I've gone over to um, the Five Live Hotel, Phil, Bill Williams it was, and Steve Bruce was there. And I've been dying to say it to him for years and years and years. And I went up to him, shook his hand and said, when I watched the final cup final replay 1994 I've got to shake your hand for saying what you did and he went what did I say when you said Chelsea didn't deserve the four zip and I thank you very much for that and I'm really because we didn't and it was fair play to him yeah. to say that because we, we beat you home and away in the league that season Gavin Peacock yeah. Yeah. and he hit the bar at Wembley yeah, yeah, yeah. and United did the double that year didn't they I, I've helped a few of your old lads out because I got to meet through a former Man United lad few years ago. Poyet. Okay. So I've run a lot of stuff with Gus. Is he not popular here? Not really? I don't like him. Kiss, okay. He kissed the Tottenham badge, okay. didn't he, when he scored against us? Di Matteo? Yeah, I know. So his yeah. first interview after losing his job here, I went to his house in Wimbledon. Oh, I met his you? wife. And he was... Um, will he be, like, forever a legend here? Because... Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But, um... The lad they call... Jamfran, Jamfran. Zola. Who seemed sound as well. Yeah, he's a lovely Kudicini. guy. Kudicini. He's a lovely guy. I saw him on um, Thursday morning in uh, Malmo. And what was Munich like? Was that the high point of your Chelsea supporting? Yeah, it was all right. Well, the high... uh, Yeah, it was, because I ended up with all the players at the party that night. How did you get in? What happened there? Well, to cut a quick, long story short, I was teed up with um, a boxer who became the world middleweight (laughs) champion, uh, uh, Darren Barker. Yeah. We were teed up. And uh, I took about 600 fanzines out there with me, Andy, right? And it, we, I love it. Right? So, listen, come the end of the game, I've had about, I don't know, seven or 800 quid on me. And I'm thinking, I've got to go back to the hotel and dump this money because if I go out with it, I'm either going to lose it, get mugged or spend it. And I couldn't afford to. I couldn't afford to do any of them. So I've got back, by the time I've got back to the hotel, it was about half one, two o'clock. Barker wasn't there. And to get into the hotel, you needed to, the key, you know, one of them um, pads where you're pressing the number to, to open the front door. So uh, I, it was two o'clock in the morning, didn't know where anyone was. I stripped down, just had, had my boxes on. The phone's gone. Darren Barker. He went, you'll never guess where I am. I went, you're at the players' party, aren't you? He went, yeah. I went, it's Frank Lampard there. He went, yeah. I went, put him on the phone to me. Put him on the phone. Frank, he's like, hello. Oh, you're brilliant, blah, blah, blah. I went, you're at the players' party, aren't you? He went, yeah. I went, can I come? He went, be as quick as you can. I'm not joking. I was stressed out that room in the back of the taxi in about 30 seconds flat. Got to the hotel, I was running around serving Ashley Cole with um, all his shots and that. Got in the room with them all night, got to about half four, five o'clock, we've all gone up to the uh, rooftop swimming pool, sitting there with Drogba, they was handing the cigars out and everything, it was absolutely fantastic. And then, I shot off in the morning, do this interview, and um, I got a lift back in a private aircraft from Munich, and a little um, four-seater, I was in the um, jump seat, 
We've had all champagne coming out the um, the hamper and all the rest of it. We've landed at Biganil. There's a taxi waiting for us. This is on the Sunday. In the taxi. In the taxi. And um, got to Wandsworth Bridge Road. Shut the roads. We've run up to Wandsworth Bridge. Run up across uh, Wandsworth Bridge. Up to the King's Road. I was on top of the Esso garage, right? Two minutes before the players had come by on the bus. So I'm standing there on the roof of the Esso garage, giving it loads, and all the players are looking at me thinking, how the f- did he get back so quick? Absolutely brilliant. We had a copy of the European Cup on our stall. My pal Barry, who's just turned up, he's got his motor out. And we went round all our mates, full-size copy of it. Everyone's having their photo took with it. Somebody said we'll come to Stanford Bridge and have our photo with the European Cup out underneath the Osgood statue. Brilliant. And when we, we've all, like, walked in with it, had our photos taken. When we walked out of Stanford Bridge with this full-size replica of the European Cup with all the ribbons on it and everything, I'm not joking, Andy, the traffic on the Bullen Road stopped. They thought we'd nicked it. And just seeing here that uh, you know a lot of people going into Chelsea. This is your community, isn't it? The, the well, people who, who well, go home and away, they all seem to know you walking past. Yeah, well, I've been, do- I've been doing this for 20 years. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we've been doing the United you know, We Stand for a long time. What do people think of Jose Mourinho now? A lot of people still like him. A lot of people wouldn't have him back. He upset a lot of the players. He... He changed from being a really nice guy. I don't know what happened. People said it might have been his father being ill and dying. He changed after he'd been at Real Madrid. Wasn't quite the same. Players didn't like him. And uh, I think he proved it at Man United. Everybody said he wouldn't do three years. He's done exactly the same at every club. He's, he's in there for a first year, year and a half, signs another contract, then he starts playing up and gets sacked. We have a shed load of money. Yeah, <laughs> ain't a bad six million. Ain't a bad strategy, is it? For him and his staff been paid off. So I'm looking by your stall here. The, the main scarf seem to be for um, Eden Hazard. Is he your main man now? Uh, him and Angolo Canty. Yeah. Canty's absolutely fantastic. And that's what um, a lot of Chelsea supporters can't understand. You're talking about a man who's won two Premier Leagues. He won the World Cup defensive midfielder and Sarri's playing, playing him somewhere where he doesn't want to go Jorginho I'm not one to slag the players but he's not a patch on um, County and that's the trouble with it that's why we're not doing as well as we should be Is your manager popular or do you have doubts? What Sarri? Yeah. I'd say the majority of people want a new manager Already? Yeah There's Hi. a lot of people on the internet Twitter, you know the Twitterati Probably all the, you know, the PlayStation professional footballers, they love him, but the player, I don't think the players, the players don't get on with him. How's your hardcore fan base changed over the years, both at home and away? Well, um, seeing as you mentioned all the boys in, in uh, Moscow and that, yeah. I think half of them have been panned by now. Yeah. But, um, it's, you know, they turn out for the... Um, you know, the big games and that, but it's it's the same everywhere, really. I was at Manchester City last week, and I couldn't believe the amount of tourists who were there. 
people didn't know where they were going. In the away end? Or in the home no, section? No, just all over the place. Yeah. I was also there to work and write about it, and you are correct. But I also saw Dave Wallace, who edits King of the Kipax, City Fanzine. And I it was nice to, to see him, see genuinely him. nice to see him. Got, got time for him, I don't care who he supports, he's a, he's a good football fan. Yeah, the old leader of your firm was a guy called Hickey. Hickey, yeah, I still and, see him. And um, he looked after me in pre-season, Gothenburg, about 92. I was only a kid, was that young lad. No, it was Man United right there, but a lot of the... Was he doing T-shirts? Yeah, he was doing shirts, he was. So he was, you know, he's 10 years older than me, but... He had a reputation then, but he looked after me. He was in the football factory. Yeah. Film, Hickey. Yeah. Along with me. And John King was a Chelsea fan, was wasn't he? He wrote is, Away Days. No, he, he wrote um, Who Football wrote, Factory. The Football Factory, of course it did. I was he, with him on Saturday. Sorry, John, Kevin Sampson wrote Away Days, John right, wrote Football Factory, right. and John wrote England Away as well. Yeah, yeah he did. Which, yeah, which were right. very well-written books. Yeah. 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 John's doing, um, he's um, a promoter now, he's doing um, a show called Human Punk. We had um, the old firm Casuals on on Saturday. And um, we've had um, Cockney Reject, Sham 69, all that kind of stuff, you know. Who are your main rivals? Well, we hate Tottenham. And um, ever since we've um, become successful, I mean, we've always been successful, you know. I mean, when Mr Bramovich came, the Scousers absolutely hate us. You know, they, um, we don't like them, to be fair. Um, you know, they're very, very arrogant. And, um, you know, they, um, they think they deserve to win the Premier League. Hopefully, well, nobody here. Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody in this crowd who'd be happy if Liverpool won the league. It's a toss-up, which is the worst, worst case scenario, Tottenham or Liverpool winning it. And I don't want to break your hearts. Everybody here would rather see Manchester City winning it. But I hope Holly Gunn and Solskjaer get that lot going and they can catch it up. Because out, out of Manchester City, Liverpool, Tottenham... Tottenham and Liverpool, I'd rather have Man United winning it. We call us that lot. Why? What do you think of Manchester United? Or... I don't mind them. Yeah. I've got a problem with it. Get a bit of jip when I'm up there on the Busby Way selling I love, the fans. I love the fact that you sell... Your fanzine on St. Busby Way. I sell it I, everywhere around. I know you do. I used to sell here when I was a kid, right. outside of Britannia Gate. And I, I, I was 17, 16, and probably looked about 10. And Chelsea fans used to laugh at me, but as soon as I became like an adult, like, you don't want to be fucking selling here, you northern monkey, you know what I mean? I get all that up there. <laughs> yeah. But the best ones I get are you, Rent Boy, and all the rest. So yeah. I get loads of that. Well, I say, you seem to know a lot about it, mate. How's let that? Let me just bat, bat in, because this, this is the is, first um, time I've seen Andy since I let him share my bedroom after the... Uh, well, yeah. after yeah, and here we are Moscow. just talking about Chelsea and Rent Boys. And Andy got the full Chelsea Rent Boy uh, experience that this night. Is, uh, <laughs> this is Cliff Orger. No, I know, I know. I know Cliff. I'm telling the people on the podcast. <laughs> Go on, Dad, tell them. This is Cliff Auger, who, along with me, is on the board of the Chelsea Supporters Trust, trying to do a little bit of good for the um, Chelsea supporters. You've got good relations with the club, did he listen to you? Uh, up and down, to be honest with you. They don't listen enough, same as them all, to be honest with you. If they listened a little bit more, we'd be a lot further down the road. I'll leave you to it. Top man, I really enjoyed speaking to you. Um, I'll see you at Old Trafford. Yeah, you will do. <coughs> So, so Cliff is here, and I roomed with Cliff in Moscow. 
because Cliff does a lot of good work. Take care, David. Good luck with the fanzine. And um, I've not seen him since May 2008, and it's lovely to see you. Yeah, and you're doing a lot of good work with the Football Supporters Federation, and I gave some of my time to try and help travelling fans going to Moscow, and that's why we ended up being given a hotel room. That's right, yeah. And it was weird because... I'm rooming with you and you're a Chelsea fan and there's going to be one of us was going to come home disappointed and I felt for you I was obviously delighted because my team's won the European Cup but you know I respected you as a Chelsea fan you've followed your team as well and you've gone to Moscow yeah um, all I can say was a year later we were on the losing side and two years after that we're on the losing side again it's horrible isn't it yeah it is I mean arguably it's horrible. The, the, the it's easier just... game for us it was against you lot in, in, in Moscow, and then we went and won it in bloody Munich and beating the Germans in their own backyard, you know, on penalties that day. It, it was surreal. And the thing that I always remember about that day, Andy, as well, the fact that it kicked off at 11 o'clock local time that yeah, day yeah, and, yeah. and finished the following morning, about, and we got all got back to the hotel about 3 o'clock in the morning. It was, it was. So, thankfully, all I wanted to do was crawl in my bed. And I left you lot to it celebrating, but fair play to you. How are you feeling about Chelsea this season? I, it, it, I can see why... I can see the thinking behind getting someone like Sari in to, to, to try and change the style of play, but a lot of it, for the most part, have been pretty turgid. You know, it's it, this passing across the back, one pass forward, two passes back, three passes sideways. They just haven't got... They get everything going OK up to the 18-yard line and then nothing. You know, it's backwards again. And, and, and teams, probably from when we played Everton down here at Stamford Bridge, they sussed us out. They put a man on Jorginho, cut out the supply lines. And ever since then, it's been pretty much downhill for Chelsea. You think you're going to finish in the top four? At this moment, I'd probably say no. I think our probably, probably our best chance of getting in the Champions League for next season would be the Europa League, winning the Europa League. But we never know. It might be the turning point of our season if we, if we give you a lot of tonking tonight. Well, you usually do. I'm, I'm actually... I mean, everyone listening to this will know the result, but I'd say I'd normally come here with a, a 20% confidence rate of getting a result, and it's probably gone up to 25% this time because you've been struggling, but I did a bit of research into your recent form and... <coughs> Your away form has been terrible, but you still win every... T- at home, you've won every cup tie this yeah. season. Yeah, you've got a brilliant home form. Yeah, yeah, very true. And, but, and, I, and I see, uh, you, you know, as you say, your, your listeners will be hit, listening to this after the result, but uh, United have rested a few players tonight, apparently. Yeah, and uh, I, I've never fully understood why teams do that for the FA Cup, no, you know. I'm not even seen the team yet. Me being a, a professional journalist who makes a living writing about these things, you know, there you go. Yeah. But... Uh, Let's see. It's lovely to see you. Can we have a prediction? I'll happily take nil nil and Chelsea win on penalties there. <laughs> I'd happily take one nil, one all. Manchester United win on penalties with one of your players slipping up for a crucial penalty. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it in. Yeah, lovely to would. see you. Thank you. All the best, Andy. Cheers, mate. For United v Liverpool, Red Army bets are offering new customers a risk-free bet of up to £20. Bet up to £20 on win, lose or draw. And if your bet comes in, happy days. And if it doesn't, you'll get your money back. Visit redarmybet.com for details.
Chelsea nil, Manchester United won. about the language. 6,000 United fans there. Spread over two tiers. Very happy because we're ahead at a ground where we're terrible. Nobody will be getting carried away yet. We were ahead in October and through to all, but this is good. And it's very loud here. So, maybe you can hear me now. Chelsea had multiple possessions. Dangerous, Sergio Romero is playing well, pulled up some good saves. Chester look dangerous as they're going to do with the players that they've got. Higuain up front, great player. There's going to be loads of threats from now in this game. It's a great start for United. To score is a big deal. United score. Join you in the second half here at half time because I can't hear myself thinking. There's a Chelsea fan singing, going to live around the corner. But... And with Richard Martin, Richard's a journalist, does a lot of Spanish football, but I think I'm allowed to say this, he supports Manchester United and has done for as long as I've known him. What did you make of the first half, Richard? Um, well, I didn't think we were, I think we were good for the first 20 minutes, then Chelsea came on, and two brilliant goals, basically on the counter-attack, especially the second one. But great atmosphere here, completely taken over, the shed ends, uh, it's magnificent. Chris Smalling's done well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, they, I think I think we we basically just sorted out midfield, and it's been we've just taken our chances. Manchester United don't win football games at Stamford Bridge, and even after the game in October, where they got a 96-minute equaliser, I'm still very very nervous about whether we'll hold on today. Can we do it? 
Yeah, I think we can. I think that this Chelsea team are really in the pits, to be honest, after that. But, but not at home, Richard. They've, they've won every cup tie they play this season. Yeah, but I still think that in the big games they haven't they haven't done it. Look at they got absolutely smashed. Just to see you. Yeah, but they absolutely got their ass handed to them. At, um, the empty had so I think I think we'll see out. You're a journalist. Paint a picture of what you see in front of your eyes. Um, well, Five thousand Reds completely hammered on a Monday night. Tuesday's going to be interesting for a lot of employers around the country. But it's magnificent. So so far, this is great. Everyone's just buzzing off it, and there's a real sense of community. You see faces that you see at every single game. Got Martin McVarner over there, bouncing around. We had him on the podcast pre-season after it consumed 19 pints. Here he is. I might try to get him on now. And you know what's really nice? The number of people who read United B stand who come up to you, who ask when the next issue is out. The number of people who say that they go on United We Stand's website and never post anything. Cheers for that. Take care, Richard. So, we're going to go back upstairs. On to the lower tier at the shed ends. I do think we're going to go through. But I don't say it with absolute conviction. But this is wonderful. Time added on. United have kept the score at 2 0. It's an incredible performance tonight. And it's been really good anyway. Final whistle's going to go anytime now. Stamford Bridge is empty and the upper tier of the Matthew Harding stands is half empty. Having beaten Chelsea away, having beaten Arsenal away, I'm heading home. Another great cup came on towards the end with Andreas Pereira two extra pairs of legs and there's hugging Sanchez now in the standard circle and uh, speaking to Gonzalo Higuain I can't believe United have beaten Chelsea away it's about bloody time second coming in Michael Carrick Sanchez had just hit the ball, it's an open goal. Two, cheers. And just coming over. Just a couple 
final whistle has just gone. The United ends empty and it's been absolutely buzzing. What's your name, sir? Mike, Michael Boyle. What do you make of that? Awesome, absolutely awesome. I thought the team's work and effort and determination not to be beaten was fantastic. The midfield of Matic and Herrera smashed everything that Chelsea could throw at them. Two great goals, beautiful crosses, two headers. We beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Doesn't get any better. Describe the atmosphere in the United End. Unbelievable. Non-stop. I'm deaf. I'm hoarse. It's been non-stop. I will go home all the way singing about these songs. I'll probably wake up tomorrow playing golf, singing them. And I think the stewards of Chelsea will go to bed singing them. Where's home? Macclesfield. How are you getting back to Macclesfield? Uh, train out to Middlesex and then up the uh, motorway and the car. And what's your name? Matt Griffiths. What do you make of it? Oh, just fantastic. Lindelof just reads the game so well. Cuts everything out. Matt Itcherera again. Just fantastic. And and those runs from uh, Pogba from the back post and Herrera. It's brilliant. Could you see it coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll be honest, no. Who's uh, in the next round? When's the draw? I don't even think it's tonight. <laughs> it's probably been made. Probably been made now. Anybody at home? Yeah. And let's get ourselves yeah. in the semi-final. I want mine an away ticket though. Uh, yeah, just someone that we can keep the momentum going. Just. Did you expect it to be this good? No, I, I mean, before the game, somebody said to me, "Are we going to win?" I said, "I don't know. I think it's too tight to call. I really do." What Chelsea are going to turn up? We didn't allow them to play tonight and fairly played it. I don't mean we, we knocked him about. We played it fair and determined. I thought we handled Hazard brilliantly. Higuain, did he, he had one kick that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Head one wide, that's about And a head of wide, you know. Yeah. We're getting, um, the stewards want us out of the away end now. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for your time, both of you. All right, take care. See you later, have a safe journey back. Yeah, tomorrow, staying home in, in Chelsea t tonight. So I'm leaving the ground now. Cheers, stewards, thanks very much. And just taking it easy going down the steps because a gentleman is taking his time. Um, his friend is suggesting that he's had a lot of alcohol. And no, he's got a stick. I'm going to walk round Stamford Bridge now. And, well, this, this buzz just carries on, doesn't it? It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. Game after game. All right. PSG was... A major not, but they're brilliant, PSG. But domestically, we cannot fault United. They've now beaten Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham away from home. Inside a little over inside two months. Could never have seen this come in in December. And once again, there were really encouraging performances from, from players all over the field. And the more results we get like this, the more likely it will be that Ole Gunnar becomes permanent manager and gets backed in the summer and United strengthen again because they need to do. There's a big job to do here. Still. But it feels like he's the right person. Just walking past the shed end, the Pride of London, and United keep beating the Pride of London, whoever they are, whoever the Pride of London is. Just walking back out now of what's called the Bovril Gate. And United fans are just absolutely... Uh, you can hear it. You can hear the songs. And what happens now is that the, the fans just merge with, uh, with the Chelsea fans. There's sometimes a little bit of argument. Let's see what else we've got. Mr Bolton! 
How was that for you? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mr. Andrews. Did you enjoy that? Uh, slightly, yeah. Still not played anybody, have we? Tottenham, Arsenal and Chelsea away this year. I'm just saying that. It's fantastic, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. Should you know. he get the job full-time? Well, he's got the job until the end of the season and we're nowhere near the end of the season yet. It's about 30 games and he's hadn't played a dozen. But what a joy. We've got smiles on our faces coming down and smiles on our faces going home every game, isn't it? And that didn't happen under Mourinho, so... Who impressed you tonight? Manchester United, I think. Full team. Yeah. Rashford was getting kicked from pillar to post and never gave up, did he? He's brilliant. I just thought the whole team were, were, were good today, you know. Matt, uh, Herrera was quality, but I got worried for Matic might get sent off. He was lucky. Well, from where I was. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Walking back out of the Bovril Gate now into Fulham Broadway. On the Fulham Broadway, and I'm with Sam Smart, who's run a bus down. How's your trip been today, Sam? Yeah, it's been perfect. Two, two cultures and a minibus. What time did you set off from Manchester? Uh, 12 o'clock. Quick 45 minute stop in Walsall. Got down there for about 6 o'clock. Absolutely unbelievable. You knew uh, upper or lower tier? Upper, upper. But for me, Andy, I, I just can't see why. United fans can't rep, uh, replicate that at Old Trafford. Yeah. It was non-stop singing again tonight. If we could put that at Old Trafford, there won't be a problem. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen like that because we're not all together. We're split up all over the ground. Which players impress you tonight? All of them. All of them. There wasn't one bad player in there. Even if anybody wants to say Rukaku was this or Sanchez was that when they came on, every one of them was world-class. Before this game, I wasn't too confident after the uh, injuries on Tuesday night, but... When they went out there, you knew by half time this game was, you know, this game was done and dusted. Have you had the draw? Yes, we've got Wolves away. What do you think of that? It's away. I'm happy. We'll do it. Preferred the away game. So, yeah, have your yeah, coaches yeah. gone this season? Oh, yeah, perfect. I'm going to show you the draw now, Andy, just in case you don't know it. No, I don't know it. I just thought um, out. You're the first person who's, uh, uh, who's told me. Oh, well, it's not. It's a live reaction, so Wolves away. It is Wolves so, away, but it's, it's, it's obviously winnable. not. Wolves, so. Wolves were very good at Old Trafford earlier on. This season, they play good football. Good, good team, good team. But, uh, but, uh, like I a say, little bit erratic. That, that today, Andy, was just unbelievable. Yeah, and everybody said uh, Tuesday night there after PSG beat us, what's the reaction going to be? You've seen the reaction. You can't get better than that. Have a safe trip back and to Manchester. Take care, Sam. So, you get a feeling for the... Coaches parked along the Fulham Broadway carrying the United fans. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Coaches, there's several minibuses as well. It's a long journey back to, to Manchester. And it's not one I will be making. I'm going to stay in London tonight. And journey I've made many, many times. Just getting just knackered by the time you get home but what's the time quarter to ten it's not that late is it because it kicked off at 7.30 for television on the Monday night for television uh, but that didn't quell the noise and, and the atmosphere 
So Fulham Broadway has emptied pretty quickly. Mix all the home and away fans in, and that would have been a flashpoint in years gone by, but it's much calmer now. The demographic of the fans at Chelsea has, has changed a lot. You've still got, obviously, got the hardcore fans. The people like we spoke to before the game, like Dave and Cliff, and follow Chelsea home and away for years. Just walking past Britannia Road and the Britannia Gate. Used to stand stand here and sell fanzines 25 years ago. When the United fans would fill the a big Britannia terrace behind the goal. It was uncovered and it curved around quite far from the pitch. It rained, it wasn't ideal. And the fans are now, there's still loads of United fans around, now flooding back into Fulham Broadway for the London Underground. Manchester United do have the odd supporter in, who lives in London and they will be going back into the underground system. Right on the station, left of the uh, I just got in the wrong way there. Because I don't want to go into Fulham So I think in conclusion that was Oli Gunnar's 14th game in charge. 1-11 and drawn against Burnley and lost against PSG, sorry, 1-12 and it's fantastic it's really good it's really enjoyable watching the team at the moment going to the matches and football should be enjoyable, it can't be enjoyable for fans of every team because some teams have got to lose and it's just what, what we're seeing follows this huge hangover a prolonged hangover in some ways because it was never convincing under Van Gaal, or it was seldom convincing under Van Gaal. And 2018 under Jose Mourinho just slid down. You're right, you're okay. I just, <laughs> just saw a big group of rum lads walking towards me there. They're not Chelsea fans. You heard that. And I uh, don't know where they're getting back because the coaches are starting to move away. So the next game is against uh, Liverpool. A must win for Manchester United. Imagine beating Liverpool like we did last year. That would really show the difference and how far this team has come. <laughs> Can you hear the people singing down there? Uh, because Anfield was the low point in December. That was the game which led to Jose Mourinho losing his job. Ander Herrera talks about that in an interview in the United League stand about how he felt after that game. And now we've got Liverpool coming to Old Trafford and they need to win because they're going for the league. They're a very good team. It's a very well-run club at the moment. I've been there. I've been writing a bit about them. But wouldn't it be wonderful if they got beat at Old Trafford? Another huge game. the fucking Reds! Just as this one was tonight, someone just run past me and said, up the fucking reds. I'm going to buy you a good night. Until next time, goodbye. United we stand and Red Army Bet. We all follow United. Visit redarmybet.com or download the app for all the latest United specials and enhanced odds. The only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans.